Chaos and craziness, raising kids, learning lessons, making mistakes, motherhood, the good, the bad, the confusing. We're going to talk about it all. Join us for the Motherhood Snapshots podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Motherhood Snapshots. Hi, Meg. Hey, hey. How's it going? Oh, it's going. Yes, I'm it ready is. for some fall weather because 90 degrees is not fun anymore. Oh my gosh, it's been so nice here. It yeah, was like shut up. in the 60s. It was brisk and lovely and no humidity. And hey, this is like the one time of the year that I get to be like, ha ha ha, suckers. <laughs> That's okay. I'll be doing it all winter long. That's no true. worries. Yes, I know. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to gloat while I have the opportunity to gloat right now. All right, fine. I'll let you have it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so we are going to talk today about self-care. Because when you're a mom, although I think this extends beyond just mothers and fathers, I think this is just a general good life skill to adopt, a practice to incorporate into your day-to-day life. But I agree. Specifically, when you are raising small humans... Um, you usually get, like, bumped to the bottom of the list in terms of people to take care of. Like, the very bottom. Yeah. Like, the addendum on the bottom. <laughs> like, it's in pencil. Yeah. And erased more than so once. So it's erased. <laughs> it's already been erased. You're scribbled back in there. Um, and the issue, as we all know with that, is that when you don't take care of yourself, it's really hard to then take care of anybody else effectively or consistently. And I think this is especially true um, when your children are young, especially when they're, you know, babies or under the age of five. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, Because I will say that having an older child, my oldest is eight, and, you know, he's uh, he's pretty self-sufficient. So if I need to take a hot second, I'm like, hey, go entertain yourself, and he can do so, and I'm not concerned he's going to you know, like set the house on fire or injure himself in any grave manner. Not like my other two kids. So, um, this became especially important for me when I started staying home with my kids. So when my kids were, when I had my children, I was working full time in higher ed and, um, I was home for like eight weeks after they were born. And then I went back to work and, um, that's pretty much what I did. I got up, Brought the kids to daycare, went to work, picked them up, came home, spent time with them, went to bed, rinse, lather, repeat for the better side of three three years with three kids. Um, so when I started staying home, I foolishly <laughs> was like, oh, I'll have, like, I'll, I'll have time. Like, I'll have time to, you know, do this or do that or things that I want to do and silly me. No. Hasn't happened yet, has it? It has not. It is a little bit now because all the kids are in school. But um, really quickly, I realized that I was burnt out. So I started staying home in September of 2015. And I realized in December of 2015 that I had not had a break I got, I went away for one weekend with my girlfriends, um, that particular year, but aside from that, there was no, I could not 
I couldn't, there was no consistent break in sight. I had to either try to finagle one or manifest one. And I was a really crappy parent as a result. Um, because two, two year olds is a lot and a five year old is a lot. And I was new to this whole stay at home parent gig. And I realized really quickly that I needed some time. And so I, you know, my husband and I chatted and I said to him, look, if this is the deal, if this is the decision that we've made for me to stay home, then I have to have time to recharge because you come home from work and you have the weekends where you're not at work and you don't have to think about work. You don't have to do anything related to work. You get to come home and just be here. Nothing, my life doesn't change, whether it's Wednesday or Sunday. The only difference is that you're here for a couple more hours during the day than you were on Wednesday, if it's a Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) One more person to tend to. Right. I said, and it is helpful, obviously, to have that second set of hands. I said, but but my day-to-day doesn't change. There's no reprieve opportunity for me to take a breath from, you know, raising our kids and dealing with the kids um, on a day-to-day basis. I need that. If I don't have that, I can't do what I need to do here and I'm burnt out. And so I said to him, well, let's look at our schedule. And I need a night. Every week, I need a night. And if I choose okay, to take it... I need it, to start doing this because yes. I don't get a night every week. Oh, girl, get on it. So, and I... Now, to be fair, I said the same to him. You know, you're at work all the time. You're the, you know, the, the primary you know, breadwinner for our family. And that comes with a great deal of stress. And you also need to take care of yourself because we need you to be in a good spot. Um, And so January-ish, we adopted this night off rule. And so he got one night a week and I got one night a week. And I will say that he was not very good at taking his night. I took mine every single week. Mine happened to be... (laughs) Mine happened. I'm going, bye. Yeah, I was like, see ya. So the rule was that when, so on his night, he could come home if he wanted to, um, or if he just wanted to go from work to wherever else he was going, and that was fine too. And for me, I'd have dinner ready, and as soon as he got home, I would leave. And so every, my night happened to be Friday nights, and so he'd come home from work on Friday, dinner would be ready, and I'd be like, deuces, I'm out. (laughs) So, and I did. And that was the case for pretty much the last three years that, you know, barring schedules and other things and whatnot, that I knew that I had one night a week where it was mine and I could go do whatever I wanted. I could go to my mom's house and take a nap. I could go lock myself up in the bedroom. I could, you know, a lot, most of the time I ended up at Panera. Nice. (laughs) With my laptop, and I was, sometimes I was working, I was editing or whatnot, or I was just kind of hanging out, or I'd go walk around, or I'd meet up with a friend, or whatever, but I knew that I had this opportunity, this day, one night a week, where I could recharge, because I needed to. I was not, am not, probably will never be one of those parents, or, you know, that can spend 24 seven with their kids day in, day out, day in, day out without any break and not lose their ever loving mind. 
That's not me. I don't know any parent who can actually do that. And if they say they can do that, they're lying. Right? I mean, I I have the sweetest neighbor that lives across the street from me, and she has three kids who are about the same age as mine. She's got one little one that's younger, and she homeschools them. And I think to myself, like, first of all, it takes a certain type of person to be able to do that. But I think to myself, like, when do you ever get a, a moment... Like, at least the last two years, or really three years, I guess, two, uh, yeah, two and a half years, my my older one was in school full-time, and my younger two were in preschool at least an hour and a half or two hours a day. So I did have some time during the day, you know, where I at least had a little bit of a break from them, and then naps and whatnot. But I'm like, if you're homeschool, it's a conversation for a different day. I'm like, but she, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, anytime you want to just, like, your husband gets home and you need to escape like just walk into our backyard come up onto our deck and just get like a bottle like, just knock on the door i'll hand you a glass of wine and you can just hang out on the deck and no one has to know you're there yeah. <laughs> top secret yeah exactly um so that was one of the ways that i realized really quickly early on that i was going to need to be able to manage this stay-at-home mom gig. I'm not saying anything about the fact that I was building and running a, a business on the side of that and, and a part-time job on top of that, too, to help make ends meet, but just in terms of self-care. And, you know, to begin with, it felt really selfish. Like, I thought to myself, I should be able to do this. I shouldn't I shouldn't need to take this time away, which is ridiculous because... Oh, the mom guilt is a crazy thing. Oh, my God, it's, it's a awful. crazy thing, and it never stops. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's important. I, I feel like I talk to my mom about this all the time. And um, when I was working as an investigator, I would secretly, you know, take an hour to myself and I'd go to Marshall's or to Target or something and, and do a little shopping because it's like the kids, you know, were being watched and um, or Emma was in school. And I just kind of had a little bit of time. But I always felt so guilty. Unless my mom was watching the kids when she came up to visit. But, right. you know, if, if they were at my in-laws or, or with Jeff, like I would rush home and, you know, I'd feel so guilty that I was taking any sort of time away from doing the things that I thought I was supposed to be doing or that I thought other people thought I was supposed to be doing. Right. And so I would just feel horrible. Like, okay, I need to like rush through this. And so it wasn't even enjoyable where I'm constantly right. thinking I should be at home or I should be picking up the kids. But I needed that. Like I needed time to myself. I like my alone time. Amen. You know, like if my husband says he wants to go out with his friends, I'm like, okay, have fun. Perfect. You know, like I'll yeah. go sit and watch Bachelor in Paradise or all my, you know, yeah. stupid junky TV shows that he cringes when I watch. Right. So I'm just like, okay, have fun. And, you know, the kids will be sleeping, so it's not a big deal. But I'm used to watching them all the time anyway. So yeah. it's not like it's any different from my normal day to day. But I am just celebrating my one year anniversary of being a stay-at-home mom, which I'm still trying to acclimate to because mm-hmm. I'm still trying to get a schedule with laundry and cleaning the house regularly. Let me know and... if you find one that works because <laughs> I've been doing it I for three it. years I've tried and I still... And then, <laughs> and then I revert and then I'm like, okay, I'll do better. And then I revert and then yeah. I... I mean, I guess I'm an okay cook, but I don't enjoy cooking. Mm. I'd rather not be in the kitchen. I don't mind some baking here and there, but... So getting into like a routine of cooking daily is just not my thing. And so we, we usually hit Del Taco quite a bit or <laughs> have pizza night. Every Friday is our pizza night. We right. go yeah, yeah. to this place called Howie's Pizza and that's, that's our jam. But yeah, finding a routine of being a stay-at-home mom is 
difficult and I'm still trying to navigate that. And luckily my husband kind of realizes that, you know, I've been working for the last 10 years. I don't really know how to be a stay-at-home mom. It's a big transition, especially when you're coming, and I think in particular when you come into it when your kids are older, because I know for me, like, you know, it was really hard for me to to go back to work so soon after my kids were born, but I really enjoyed my job. I enjoyed my career. I enjoyed what I was doing. And I didn't really realize until I left my job, which happened very abruptly and kind of crazily, I didn't really realize how much of my identity was wrapped up in that job until I started staying home. And then I was like, well, so now what, like when someone asks me, what do I do? Like what I do, like, well, how do I answer that question. Cause like my photography business at that point was not really existent. And, you know, it just felt like this huge shift in my own personal identity of I'm just a mom now. Like, and, and not that that's degrading because, you know, honestly, I mean, honestly and truly these last three years of being at home, with my kids, it is the hardest job I have ever done. Oh yeah. Without a doubt, without, and I did some crazy stuff in in my career and working in higher ed of being on call and on duty and dealing with sexual assault and misconduct and all kinds. I mean, I dealt with some crazy stuff, but none of that compares to, (laughs) to being at home and, and raising your children. And, and it's not just like the, you know, like the, the day in and day out of caring for somebody else and feeding kids and changing them and whatnot. But there's also this other mental, you know, non-visible, load that comes along with being like the person that's running the household, you know, doctor's appointments and grocery lists and, and what pair of pants will that child not wear? And where is that one's favorite (laughs) blanket and, and, you know, school events and this and that and the other thing. And you become this, I know for me, you know, when we were both working, my husband and I, it was pretty much split, you know, 50-50 in terms of laundry and cleaning and whatnot. And of course, as I stayed home, I took on those responsibilities. But also with that, being the person that's home with the kids all the time, you become the default parent. So I'm like, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like with Jeff, but like Dave will, like Dave and I will both be in the house. I will, he'll be in the kitchen where the kids are. I will have gone to the bathroom to go pee. They will walk right past him and ask you for something yes yep every time every single time i said your dad's sitting right there I'm go like, ask him right i'm like your father is capable of answering this question or getting you a snack i don't actually need an audience of three people watching me go to the bathroom like and it happens all the time and well, so i have two kids and then two dogs that want to go into the bathroom with yeah. me every time i'm like for real i have no place to put my feet like, right. get out of the bathroom. No, you cannot come in here. I just pee. Um, so, so it becomes this thing of where it's like, you know, everybody, you are the, you're the point person for everything. And especially, everything. you know, for my husband too, because he's gone. So I'm trying to fill him in on what's been happening with the kids and what's been going on with the kids and, you know, the 87 fights we've had, or this one's mad at that one, or we had a bad day or, you know, and it's a lot for him to take in when he gets home after working a full day, you know, and I'm, by the end of the day, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to answer any more questions. And of course he has about 17,000 because he just cut home from work. And I'm like, no, (laughs) stop talking. I I don't, I, I can't like I need, and it's funny because I think in my younger years when I was younger, I would have classified myself as 
an extrovert. And I think as I have gotten older, uh-huh. I don't know that I would classify myself that way because it's all about like where you get your energy from, right? So as I've gotten older, I definitely need that recharge time, which is oh, funny yeah. because I spent the better part of three years, 11 hours a day, not interacting with any other adults. <laughs> yeah, same here. Which is Most a very like... It's a very isolating experience to, I mean, like now in the age of technology, I mean, you know, I talk to you every day, but not (laughs) like in person and not like on the phone, Uh, you know, it's texting, it's messaging. So like I'm communicating with other people, but in terms of like actual physical interactions, aside from the lady at the grocery store, like (laughs) that's it. It's me and two small people all day. And I know, I just, I learned not as quickly as I probably should have, but I just learned really early on that I needed time to step away, to recharge, to be able to kind of recenter. And because otherwise I was just exhausted and worn out. And you're not a good parent. You're not a good spouse. You're not a good person. When your cup is so completely empty and bone dry that you have nothing else to give anybody else. And so, you know, even my friends got like were like, oh, is it your night off? I'm like, yep, it is. <laughs> because I, I am taking up this new ritual of yes. nights off because Do it. I need it. I feel I used to get Sunday mornings to sleep in, but that was before we had Ella. Right. And we only You don't sleep Ella. in when you have kids at home. No. You lay there you... with your eyes closed pretending to be asleep. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so true. But now that there's both of them, I mean there's there's no chance. Although I got them on a good sleeping routine again. So woohoo! Yay! Mom, mommy's got her sleep back. Perfect. That helps too. Yeah. I definitely need, I need one night a week. I feel like and this is not comparable to your night off, but Emma is in cheer right now. So she has two practices a week and they're mm-hmm. an hour and a half each. Yeah. I'm trying to most of the time leave Ella home with my husband. So, because if I'm there, then I'm chasing after her the entire time. Oh, and I sure. Don't get to, yeah. I don't get to watch Emma practice, and I don't get that, like, quiet time. Yeah, so I've been kind of enjoying that. But the last, like, week and a half, I've been taking her, and we've had stuff going on. Or, um, But I feel like that's been my quiet time, so I've been enjoying that. But I definitely need a night off to just go do whatever I want to do or if I want to get together with my girlfriends and yeah. go out to dinner or, you know, every once in a while we'll plan that. But it's like once every two or three months, it's not consistent at all. Well, it was just knowing that I had it, right? And even yes. if maybe it was a crazy week and I had, you know, I just like maybe I had had like as my business has grown and I, you know, was shooting weddings or I had other shoots. If I was gone a couple nights a week at shoots or a weekend day at a session, then I didn't take it because, you know, like... I'd had some time away, or if I felt recharged enough, then I wouldn't worry about it. And then the other thing, too, is, and we'll talk just in a minute about some other kind of, like, self-care things to try. You know, it becomes part of your routine. So my husband would forget. Like, Friday night would roll around, I'm like, I'm out. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, it's my night off. He's like, oh, you're taking that? I'm like, let's just know now (laughs) that unless you hear from me otherwise, I'm gone. Every Friday night, I am not here. So I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm I'm going. Like, I'm taking my night every week. You don't want to take your night? That's fine. You have your night to take. I'm not going to force you to take it. I'm not going to remind you to take it. Like, you take it when you feel like you need to. I'm taking mine every week. Every week, I'm out. Um, And then the other thing was twice a year. It used to be just once a year. But I have... There's a group of five of us from high school that are still really, really close. And I'm trying to think. I think it was when the year the twins were born. So, yeah. 
um, so this would have been five years ago, we decided that we were going to go away just overnight up to um, my, my friend's parents have a house up in Maine. And so we did that. And then we're like, yeah, one night's not enough. So for yeah. the last four years, we've gone away every weekend, usually in November. Um, and we just go up there. We literally like, we do nothing. We go up, we get into our pajamas, we stop at the grocery store first, we get a bunch of junk food, and we are in our pajamas at 7 p.m., and we drink a lot of wine, and we go to bed early, and we sleep late, and that's pretty much it. So it's like a low-cost, low-key weekend, and we do that every year. And then last year, we started doing one in the summer. So this is the second year that I've gone to the beach just one just one night in the summertime, because it's expensive. <laughs> Just find a place to stay by the beach here in the summertime. Um, and we take one night where we go to the beach. And we all, all of us cram into this little, you know, hotel room so we can split the cost and bring it down. And, and same thing. Like, we just go to the beach and no one has to, like, watch anybody's kids in the water. And you're not getting sand tossed on you. And, you know, and especially in the summertime, if, you're, if your kids are school age and they're not in school and they're not in camp, as mine were not this past year, the summertime is a challenge because they're just, like, they're out of the routine. As you know, like, we've talked about this before in other podcasts, like, they're out of the routine, they're out of their schedule, and they're just generally crazy during the summer. And so these are things that I know are happening, that I plan for, that I budget for, that, you know, I try to make work because I know that I need that time away to recharge. I need that space. I trained for a half marathon this year, um, at the beginning of the year, like a crazy person. And, um, you know, I utilized after days and days and days of (laughs) practically begging my children to, to go into like the, the daycare at the gym, which did not go well. Like they finally got acclimated to it and I would do my running and did my training. And so there was weeks you know, I did my long runs on the weekends, so I'd be gone for a couple of hours every Saturday doing a long run for the last, you know, six, seven weeks of my training. And and that was also me time, too. So, you know, exercise is a big one that I know a lot of people do. Um, you know, taking nights off, going away, getting up early before the rest of the house. I am not a morning person, so that would... I love doing that. ...never work for me in a million years. But I know you do, and I know a lot of people do, will get up at, like, 5 like an hour, an hour and a half before their family wakes up and just ease into their day where they have that space and that quiet where they're not being interrupted or asked a million questions and they can have their coffee or med- I know you did meditation and yoga um, and just kind of ease your way in that way and grab some time again where like it's just time for you to recharge. It's so important. Yeah. I need to start doing it again now that I got a little sleeping again through the yeah. night. It's, uh, it needs to start happening and it's weird because I'm a night owl and I'm an early bird. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see how they mix well, but like, I'm just an exhausted pigeon. (laughs) I was up until my husband went to bed before I did, which is rare because we usually go to bed together. But sometimes like last night I was thinking, I was like, no, like I've been going, going, going all day yesterday from 630 in the morning until almost nine o'clock last night, you know, putting the kids to bed. We had extra cheer practice. I took both kids with me. We're down to zero cars right now because we're in the process of reorganizing our life. Yeah. <laughs> so my last night was like my last opportunity to go to the store without having to borrow something. And so like, and then, you know, Emma tells me eight o'clock, mom, I don't have any underwear. I'm like, 
<laughs> all right, well, I'll do your laundry. So then I'm doing a load of laundry. I'm cleaning yeah. up the kitchen. Yeah. Jeff was supposed to help me with the dishes since I took the girls to the park and cheer. That didn't happen. Yeah. So then I come home and do dishes. And so it's like I was going, going, going. So last night I was like, he, you know, was playing his game and having his some alone time in his office. And he walked in the bedroom and I just sat on the couch watching Bachelor in Paradise because I was like, I need some quiet time. I just want to sit here and veg out and do whatever I want to do for me. And right. I don't want to watch anyone else's show. I don't want to sit here and listen to anyone's video games. I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to be bothered. Like, I just want to sit here and have some me time. And that's what I want to do. I don't have any expectations of anyone else. Just me. And right. sometimes that's necessary. And I don't do that all the time. And I like going to bed with my husband and doing our routine. But sometimes I just want to do something for me. And I don't want to feel bad about it or guilty or yeah. like I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing. But I need that. And so I did it. Good. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny now that I'm in this kind of new schedule here where the kids are at school during the day. You know, I actually thought the day was going to drag. It goes by really quickly and so fast. And I, you know, I have been, I have a lot because the summer was so crazy. I was behind on some things, some galleries and things that I needed to get out. And, um, So I've been working, like the kids go to school, I bring my coffee down to my office, and I've been working from, you know, 8.30 when they get on the bus until, you know, 3 o'clock when they get home, and then I'm spending time with them and dinner and whatnot, and then I was going back to work after they went to bed. And last, yesterday, I said to myself, I don't actually have to work from 8 to 3 and then from 8 to midnight. Like, I can, I put in a full day of work today. And I think that's so hard when you're self-employed and when you're running a business because it's just you, like it's just me and I can't delegate this work out to anybody else and it's not going to get done if I don't do it. But last night I said to myself, you know what, like I have every day this week to work on what I need to work on. It's more than enough time. That's six hours a day. Um, or maybe seven if I give myself an hour after they go to bed to wrap up whatever, like I can sit on the couch and watch TV and that's okay, which hasn't happened in three years. Like, I've pretty much tried to get work done while my kids were at home or in preschool. I had a babysitter last year um, that I hired for to come one day a week for a couple hours in the morning, one day a week during my busy season. And then I'd put them to bed and then I would work from eight o'clock till midnight or one in the morning. And that was the case almost every day for almost three years. And I said, last night, no, I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to watch TV and it's okay. Yeah, I I completely agree. And I feel like I've been in this like vegetated state in the the last month and a half because I've been tired and not sleeping and I just didn't want to do anything at night. Like I'm, I think that's why I'm an early bird too, is because by the end of the day, I'm so exhausted Yeah. from doing everything for everybody that I'm just, I'm tapped. I can't, I can't even think lately. I've just, my office is like incredibly hot. It's the hottest room in the house and my big booty computer does not help me. <laughs> it just produces so much heat that I just don't want to go in there. So I just haven't. And I do have to do a shout out to Holly Awad because she is my lifesaver and helps me so much with Hello Storyteller that she's been helping with the blog and just get getting stuff done for me. So I'm able to kind of veg out a little bit because I've been on overload for 
the last nine months since we started this project. I would not be able to do it without her. So thank you, Holly. You're amazing. Yay, Holly. She's so right hand girl. Yeah. Yeah. So I sh- that's allowed me to, to kind of be able to take a break because yeah, like you, well, I'd be with Ella most of the time. Um, but on Tuesdays I have the morning, which is when we typically podcast and right. um, I'll kind of catch up on other things. I just, I need, I need to break. You do. And it's important. Can't do it all. It's important. You can't. And it's hard to kind of come to that realization And it's hard to give yourself the permission. That's the hardest part because I constantly feel pulled to be somewhere else doing something else, being productive in some way, in some manner. And even if I'm not doing something like last night when I was sitting on the couch, I was still figuring out, okay, what else do I need to do? What needs to come? And it's not just for me, right? It's for the kids. It's for the boys. It's for this weekend. It's for soccer. It's for this. It's for that. You know, it just never stops. And it's so important to, to stop at least physically, to put yourself in one spot and just let it be and find a way to settle in where you don't feel an excessive amount of guilt about it because that robs it of its relaxing qualities. (laughs) Oh, I know. And it's just, and it's so hard to do, but... I mean, ladies, we, you know, we have to take care of ourselves. We just have to. It's so important. And so if you don't have a self-care routine in yet, figure something out. It doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to leave. You don't have to go anywhere else. You know, find a way to recharge yourself and build it into your schedule, right? Because we know that if it's not in the schedule, it's not going to happen. And so build it into the schedule, let it become routine, just like eating healthier or exercising or whatever the case is. And you will find, I guarantee you, you will find that the more that you do it, the more you realize how beneficial it is, the more you realize how did I ever function without this in place? And you will find yourself, I think, far more energized and able and willing and ready to take on all the rest of the responsibilities that you have. Um, but taking care of ourselves is not selfish. I'll keep telling myself that. Though. Yeah, and I do. I have to. <laughs> I have to repeat it to myself as well. Like taking care of yourself, taking a hot second to to take care of yourself is the best thing that you can do for your family and for your own mental and emotional well-being. There's enough sacrifices that are made as a parent that running yourself into the ground and being a martyr for the sake of because you don't feel like you're worth it or you don't feel like you deserve to is not shouldn't eliminate that from your vocabulary because you need to take care of yourself. You are worth it. You need to take the time and you'll be better because of it. Agreed. So do it. Figure it out and let us know. If you have a self-care practice or routine that you find that's worked really well for you, you know, share it with us and let us know. If you are looking for ideas, let us know as well. We can send some things your way. Um, But we'd love to know and see, you know, how you guys are taking care of yourselves. So feel free to post stories on Instagram and tag us in them with your self-care routine. And if we get enough kind of feedback, then maybe we'll do a little blog post about it. Yes. I see a blog post in our future on this. I do too. Because I think we need to drive it home. I think so. We are important. We are. Stand your ground. Yes. <laughs> Be a rock star. Woohoo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. Well, All I think right. we're going to wrap it up for this one. But we love you. Thanks so much for listening. 
You guys are amazing. We love your support and we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye everybody. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. Hey, storytellers, as a special thank you for your continuous support, we are now offering $5 off the Wild and Free preset collection by me, Megan Box. If you haven't checked them out yet, you can see before and after images on our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and use the discount code WILDFREE5 at checkout. Thanks so much for listening.